Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now age of radio Pre-roll time. You know the Cheers to Comics podcast is proudly brought to you by Inked Marketing Solutions. And the Inked Marketing Solutions crowdfunded comic for this year episode. Well, it belongs to Heel Turn on Kickstarter now as we speak. So, if you're a fan of pro wrestling, if you're a fan of Dexter, remember Dexter? Remember how great that was? We don't talk about that last episode, but besides all that, remember how great Dexter was? Just this this lovable killer, this murderer. Well, what happens when that lovable murderer is, uh, well, he's dropping knees from the top rope uh, right before him, you know? That's, uh, that's, that's, uh, it seems like an amazing story, people. So if you're a fan of professional wrestling and you're a fan of, uh, well, just psychopathic killers, then this is the book for you. He'll turn. There's still time now. There's still few, a few days to go. So let's make this book happen, people. Um, head on over to inked.pub forward slash heel turn that's inked.pub forward slash heel turn it's going to take you right to the kickstarter page and you just hit the little back this button and pick your prize because uh they they, they got some they got some offerings there for you i'll have you see that for yourself though so once again the book is heel turn proudly brought to you by inked marketing solutions Back to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I'm your host Brian Wayne, and this is episode 334, the 334th episode of the Cheers to Comics podcast. We'll be a Polish priorities. I will be going over the books of the future, church, um, books like you know the, the the stuff coming out next new comic book day, whatever day that falls on for you. Uh, usually Wednesday, but you know, the old slippery lunar, and then um. The uh, most importantly, the FOCs at the beginning of the podcast. You know, I'll be talking about the books that need to be pre-ordered. What are the FOCs? The final order cutoffs. If you don't order these books by the due date, then they don't get made. It's not that they just don't get you know sent to you. They don't get printed. You know that that that's how this 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 shit works. So, um, importance level eleven out of ten. Uh, yeah, you, you, you gotta put in your FOCs, people. So, let's, let's, uh, let's get down to it, but not before I talk about my favorite new sponsor. Mm-hmm, that's gonna be Nerds Forever. Nerds Forever, if you're traveling the country, like so many do throughout the summer, and you're, you know, trying to pinpoint sweet little shops to check out, then, um, you know, and let's, let's just say that Newcastle, Wyoming is on your route. You know, let's just say... 
then why aren't you dude, I mean nerds forever nerds forever <laughs> um, and wh why am I such an advocate for this particular shop uh, that's not even local to myself it's the customer service that I received um, and have continued to receive and have no doubts that I will continue to receive this wonderful customer service from the man that runs this joint Tarl. So, Nerds Forever, and if you're not on the road this summer, then it is a 307 Nerds, the number 4, ever.com. 307nerdsforever.com. Check them out, man. I'm telling you, it's the, it's the shit. Now let's, uh, let's get down to these old FOCs, huh? Uh, starting with Lunar Distribution, um, their dates are not quite the same as everybody else's. That's why there is not one general new comic book day anymore. So with that being said, that means that you gotta order their books just a wee bit earlier than, uh, the, you know, the, uh, the amount of time that Diamond allots ya. Um... So yes, uh, due to be ordered by Sunday, the 25th, at the absolute latest, we have Batman Secret Files, Clown Hunter, number one. Haven't seen Clown Hunter in a minute, and I find it kind of funny on account of, uh, well, you know, um, it's been popping up a lot in uh, the, the, the Teen Titans and all of that shit. Huh, all of a sudden he's busy? What? <gasps> oh, dude. Look at his vest. He's got an X on his vest. I just noticed that. Yeah, Clown Hunter's Red X, folks. Clown Hunter's Red X. Alright, so with that being said, what was the first appearance of Clown Hunter? Uh, what was it like? 90... Yeah, let's, let's look that up. Well, you know, it's 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 irrelevant. Just, it, you, I mean, it's not irrelevant, but it, it needs not be said at the moment. Just before this book comes out, um, or, well, yeah, I mean, fuck, it might not even be this book. Just as soon as possible. As soon as, uh, b before they reveal who Red X is, that, that little thing on his vest. Um, yeah, man. I think our, uh, our, there might be something to this book. There might be something to this. Maybe we're gonna get a surprise reveal, but that X is the same X that's on Red X, so... Yeah, I know X's all kind of look the same. No, you can't say that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I think it's all right there. Here, let me look at, let me, I've got some Clown Hunter on my wall. Let me look. Oh, fuck, I took the Clown Hunter off my wall because I got a different theme going. Son of a bitch. Is it still, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold No, no, I took it down. Mother flicks. All right, well, shit. Hold on, let me just, you know, I, got a, I got a computer in front of me, people. Let me just uh, type in uh, Clown Hunter. Mm-hmm, see what happens. See what other kind of images come up. Clown Hooner? <laughs> oh, they're co always covering the vest. Look at that, hold on, what's that? What's that? I see an X right there. Am I the, I'm, I can't, yeah, no, it's, it's all right there. It's been there the whole time. It's an X over the clown face. Okay, I see what's going on. Yeah, he's got an X on his face on the... Yeah, people, he's he's Red X. I think, I mean, the fact that he hasn't been in the Batman story... You know, and suddenly Teen Titans Academy's a, a thing now? 
I don't know. I think the writing's all there. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna need that. Oh, what issue is this? I got this. Uh, 96. Yeah, I'm gonna need as many copies as Bat of Batman 96 as possible. And if you did get that, uh, and I, I done uh, screwed up, and I sold off my uh, my one in 25 on that. Ooh, you know what? Let's just for shites and giggles. Let's just see what our Batman 96 1 and 25 is going for. Uh, 55 bucks. 50 bucks. 50 bucks. I think that's $42. Oh, I'm going to have to buy one of these. This is, yeah, no, I think this is a good investment. What's this $42 son of a bitch doing? See, I don't know, man. I don't know. Alright, anyway, back to the FOCs. Uh, Clown Hunter. Secret Files. Number one. Pick it up. There are two covers and a, uh, a 1 in 25. Then we've got Blue and Gold. Number two. I still don't have my books this week. So, uh, not only have I not read anything, I don't even know what I have yet. You know, I don't know what I'm going to have to continue to track out. But Blue and Gold is at the top of my DC reading list. Uh, let's see, one, two covers on that one. We've got from Scout Comics, we got By the Horns, number five. It's a little seven-parter from uh, Marquis San Nassau. One, one cover and a one in ten on this one. Uh, Catwoman, number 34. Uh, Jenny Frisson getting a sweet cardstock variant. Look at Polka Dot Man on that uh, Steve Lieber Suicide Squad cover. Fucking polka dot man. I can't wait to see David Dosmalak and just kill this character. Ugh. And I man, they're gonna be good. Uh Cherry Blackbird, number two. Oh shit, I gotta have to get that first one read. This is from Scout Comics. Also from Scout Comics we have Ooh, Dancing with the Dragon. This is from Ra Rob McKinnon. McKinnon and Luca Casalanguida. So Connor O'Sullivan is a hapless limo driver on the run from the triads. It probably wasn't the best idea to take over his dead customer shady business. Mm -hmm. However, for a poor Irish immigrant trying to provide a better life for his girlfriend, it seemed too good to pass up. After some initial success, Connor, you'll do fucking Norton, thinks this is his ticket to living the American dream. But he's just been dancing with the dragon. Whatever the fuck that means. Um, two covers on that. Well, no. No, one cover and a one in ten. I don't know what dan I mean, he's just been dancing with the dragon. Is that some sort of uh, innuendo? Or is that like a, I don't know, ancient Chinese secret? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Flash 773 One, two covers Ooh, that Jorge Corona cover <laughs> Nice Oh, that guy's so good um, One, two, yep, two covers on that one Justice League number 67 Alexander Lozano One of the most underappreciated cover artists In all of comic booking Getting a sweet B cover Who is that? I don't know who that's supposed to be I mean, it's kind of Wonder Woman-y, but it's not. It's a whole... Alright, well, I don't know. Let's read the description here. It's the Justice League versus the United Order. Oh, I bet you it's someone from the United Order, I bet you. I bet you. 
um, as the truth that gives power to this new cosmic super team crosses a line that the Justice League cannot allow. With what? God, there's a lot to be said here. Yeah, no, I'm gonna say that that's uh, that's someone from um, the uh, United Order. And if you didn't pick you up a number sixty-four, you silly, because it's uh, that's gonna be a big book, people. Is it gonna be a big book on account? Also, it's first appearance of Damon Rose too. But this this uh this what are they called again? United Order. I have a feeling that they're. I feel like this is a team that's gonna get a mini series here soon. Just to kind of give you, I don't know, man. Um, it's also a Bendis creation, so keep that in mind. You know how these Bendis creations like to do shit. Um, you know, look at Riri's a Bendis creation. You know. Uh, Miles, obviously. Uh, yeah, they, they, they do things, people. They do things. Uh, Legends of the Dark Knight, number four, one, two covers, and a one in 25. That's an interesting cover. It's a, f uh, Jorge Fornas cover. I mean, I like it. It's, it's interesting for cover art, though. It's a sweet, I mean, it make for a sweet panel. Huh. Uh, mm, what? Nice House on the Lake 2 getting a second printing. Okay. Uh, nice. House on the lake. <laughs> uh, sorry, people. It's early and I got fucking cloud brain still. Uh, yeah, I, I would say probably not a bad idea to pick that up. Um, Nightwing number 83. Two covers on this one. Look at that. Look at Bitewing. That Bitewing B cover, uh, it's, mm, Bitewing gonna be popular, and another, another classic Bruno Redondo A cover as well. This guy is good. He is good. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, I'm 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 loving Nightwing. It's uh, it's it's now. I I would say it's a top two top three DC series. Uh, Rabid World wrapping up with its fourth issue. This is going to be a fun binge. Uh, that cover, man. That cover is good. That is cool, man. <laughs> uh, man. Where'd that come from? Uh, Scooby-Doo, where are you? Number 111. Jackpot. Uh, yeah. 111. How are we not... I should get some Scooby-Doo on my list. You know what, though? You know what's sad? I, little Maya doesn't like Scooby-Doo. It's crazy. Not into it. Not into it. Uh, Shazam, number two. Uh, two covers on this one. What's this say? From the pages of Teen Titans Academy. Ah, yes, interesting. Um, this is a little four-parter from Tim Sheridan. Uh, I am interested in this. You know, it's... Uh, Jeff John's last run of Shazam was incredible, but I think all it was is the script for the next Shazam movie, to be perfectly honest, which I would be 100% happy with. But with that being said, um, I, the, the, the Shazam that we're reading now is going to be very relevant, I would imagine, to the uh, the importance of this character going forward. So, should probably, uh, you know, if you're a Shazam fan, probably pick it up, just for the sake of knowing. Uh Static, season one, number three. I would imagine number two's coming out here sometime soon. 
yeah, um, I, you know, I wasn't a huge fan of the first issue, but, well, I mean, it's not going anywhere on the pull list. you got to keep Static on the pull list. So we'll see. Um, but either way, I, th I still think this series is worth having, because I have a feeling, you know, this milestone stuff is really going to be... I feel like Warner Brothers, whoever whoever's running this joint now, Discovery, how could they not be not looking at a, uh, a, a milestone type of cinematic something, you know? And just, I mean, there, I guess there is a movie coming, right? Michael B. Jordan, I guess, is doing something. Uh, Superman and the Authoritad, number three, one cover on that one. Superman vs. Lobo. Ooh, a little black label action. Let's see, three-parter. Nice. Tim Seeley and Sarah Beatty. Sweet. Uh, let's see here. One, two, three, and a one in 25. Hmm. Philip Tan. You know, I like the A cover, to be perfectly honest. I think that A cover's the one. I mean, definitely. I don't know, it's the B cover. Simon, but, eh... Yeah, I don't know, man. That Bisley cover. That's, uh... <laughs> that might be pretty iconic, actually. Fuck. Yeah, no, I gotta go with the B cover on that one. Um, Truth and Justice, number seven, wrapping up. Uh, lots of trades, trades. Wonder Woman, black and gold. Number three. Let's see. Oh, look at that J. Lee cover. Jesus Christ. And you got your Middleton black and gold variant. And you got your one in 25. Janiana. What a cool name. Jana. Janiana. <laughs> if I had a pet, I'd name it Janiana. Um, <laughs> uh, that's it. That's it. Shit. That's it for the uh, lunar focs this week people remember your dcs and your scout books need to be ordered by sunday at the absolute latest um yeah uh, if you want you know pause it real quick and you know get all those in meanwhile i'm gonna put in my filters over at previewsworld.com and um uh yeah we're gonna talk about the uh the the books yeah from diamond being distributed here soon. Let's see here. Jesus Christ. Come on. Come on. Come on. Alright. So, from Vault Comics. Due to be ordered by Monday, we have Heavy. Number eight. Uh, two covers on that one. Have I fallen off a of Heavy? What's happened? Is it not on my pull list anymore? Hmm. Did I just get... Did I just order one through six? Curious. Um, but yeah, heavy. Two covers on that one. Hollow Heart, number six. Uh, two covers on that one. And Picture of Everything Else, number four. Uh, how far was this one going? Is this a, uh... I don't, I don't know if this is a miniseries or an ongoing or what. But if it's an ongoing, I gotta catch up. I know it's Dan Waters, so that in itself makes me, uh... Makes me want to check it out. I don't know, I gotta read the first issue and see where we're going from there uh but very curious with this one it's had my attention um so that's vault on the focs this week let's talk valiant we've got xo man oh shit xo's back xo man of war is back people oh please tell me it's still the same it is dennis 
It is Dennis Halliman, Amelia Liasso. Oh, this makes me happy. <sighs> Sorry, I just had this uh this real minor flash of tropic thunder. You make me ha 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 happy. So, yeah, that's what Exome Man of War does for me. Makes me ha happy. Two covers. Um oh man. What a great week already. Uh, anything from Titan? Yes, we have Extraordinary, number three. So, if you're reading Extraordinary, you know, and it's not added as an ongoing, then there you go. Pre-order it now. Uh, or if you just want to jump on a book three issues in, you could do that too. Maybe you track down number one and two, and you're like, hey, you know, I gotta get this song bitch added. Now's the week. Now's the time. The deadline is nigh. Or near? I don't know what that means. I don't speak Old English. Uh, Oni Press. We have Jonna and the Impossible Monsters, number five. Two covers on that one. And then we have Rick and Morty. Rick's new hat. Mm-hmm. Two covers on that one. That's, huh. Okay. They look so... Never mind. Never mind. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and, like, yeah. Um, but that, what? Alright, whatever. Uh, yeah, so we got Rick and Morty and we got Jonna and the Impossible Monsters from Oni Press this week. Ah, uh, now I scroll. This is the part where you scroll. Uh, Jesus Christ, there's a lot of shit in here that is just not necessary. Yeah, let's look at Broccoli Comics. Nothing from Broccoli Comics? You're kidding. How about Bluefin? Nothing from Bluefin Comics? No way. What about Kodakawa Asakiki? No? Why are you giving me all of this shit? Uh, how about 3-0? No? Why would you even make this an option previews world? Um, yeah, that, this is where all the scrolling and the umming comes from. Me scrolling past all of this bullshit. Oh, what's fat comics? Fat with a PH, yo? Nothing? You're kidding. How does this shit get on the FOCs? But stuff like, uh... Um, Source Point and Second Sight and all this shit aren't on the FOCs. It's, it's silly. It's silly. Broccoli Comics? What? When have you ever read a broccoli book? Black Mask. From Black Mask, we've got God Killer, Tomorrow's Ashes, number three, a series that I would still keep on your list, and Hwat, number three. Alright, originally, when number two was on the, uh, the old, uh, you know what, let me just double check this. Um, on... Uh, the FOCs, you know, after the whole number one being limited to 2,500 copies, uh, and, you know, it's causing the book to, to sell for approximately around 50 bucks and above. Uh, you know, I thought, well, they're not going to do the same thing with number two. Well, they did. They limited number two to, uh, let's see here, uh, 2,500 copies as well. White 2, Black Mask Comics. Let's see here. White number 2 is selling for... Come on, where you at? See, the second print's already selling for like 25 bucks. Or at least it's trying to be sold for 25 bucks. There you are. No, that's number 1. Huh. Did it not come out? I could have swore it did. Maybe it's not out yet. Hmm. 
See, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's true. Whatever, whatever. Uh, my, my, my point being is that number two was also limited to 2,500 copies. So just, um, when I do see one here on eBay, uh, I'll, uh, I would imagine it's probably gonna sell for, uh, I'd say no less than 20 bucks. You know, and if you can get it for four dollars, then shit, sounds like a good a good investment. So I'm gonna give it a try. I have no interest in the series for myself, so it's not gonna be hard for me to let it go. You know, we'll see. And at the very worst, you you end up getting um, a four dollar book that everybody's gonna want. I don't know. I, I just I don't see a losing on this. If if they limit it to twenty five hundred dollars, twenty five hundred dollars, twenty five hundred copies. Wouldn't that be something? Um, so yeah, I don't know. Hwat, uh, number three. Uh, and also, it looks like Donald Trump's on this cover. And Kanye West is on this cover. And George Bush is on the cover. And that looks like, is that a Jefferson? And uh, Reagan? Nixon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's uh, probably a first lady. I would imagine she, her name's probably like Martha or something. I don't know. Uh... <laughs> Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't know who who who. Kanye West is on this cover. This is a this. Uh, this is gonna be this this cover right here. This is the one. Um, I am writing this down. This is Quat number three B. Yeah, people are gonna want this for a lot of reasons. Anything that Trump is on is going to be collectible. Uh, aftershock. Um, and and uh, collectible for a lot of reasons. Collectible due to outrage. Collectible due to uh, uh, well, I mean, uh, obvious reasons. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just I, I see it doing well. Look at the last time Trump was on a cover. That haha cover, killing it right now, killing it. You know, I'm just just saying. Um, Aftershock. We've got Beyond the Breach number two. Uh, what is this? God of Tremors. It's a one-shot from Peter Milligan and Peter Kowalski. Is this the same people that did... Let's see. Hmm. Oh, Peter Milligan's the guy that did Out of Body. Nice. Let's see. Why do I know Peter Kowalski? Because I, I haven't read Join the Future or Sex. So, sex. <laughs> Crazy. Um... Yeah, no, I'm gonna... Uh, let's see, God of Tremors. Let's see, when Aubrey has his first seizure, seizure, he's pulled out of school and hidden away in the family's remote country estate. His father, a high-ranking English priest, tries to chase the devil out of Aubrey. But maybe the devil lurks in the grotesque pagan effigy that dwells on the grounds? And maybe the devil will turn out to be... Aubrey's only ally. Yeah, this sounds like a $7 duh. Um, God of Tremors. Gonna have to write it down. This feels like it's a book that's being made because it's already in development and optioned. Or I guess it wouldn't be optioned if the the, the movie or whatever comes first. I don't know. It feels like it, it's a movie waiting to happen. But... I know how a lot of people are kind of negative on Aftershock spec as well. Seven bucks, but I would imagine... 
Sounds good. Sounds really good. And I'm a fan of Peter Milligan now. And then uh, lastly from Aftershock on the FOCs this week, we've got Seven Swords number three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ablaze? From Ablaze this week, we've got Camarion Maneaters of Zambola number two. Uh, four covers on this one. A, uh, you know, the D cover being... It looks like a dare... It's a Daredevil homage. Nice. I think think still really cool pretty sure that's what that is uh it's gotta be anyway um no these, these uh how i haven't read any of these because i only collect these for the cover but i mean come on it's 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 like conan right you know i think it is conan Camarion. you know uh whatever um that's that's a blaze did i miss anything Nope, nope, let's go to Boom. From Boom Studios, we got Firefly, brand new verse, number six. Two covers on that one to choose from. This is wrapping up. Uh, Power Rangers, number ten. One, two, three covers. Well, two covers and an FOC reveal variant. This is Park. Park is probably the artist, never mind. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, FOC reveal variant. Um, on the uh, Power Rangers, number ten. Uh, and then lastly, we've got Save Yourself number three. Small week from Boom. Actually, I think you're going to notice that this is a small week overall. Let's see, what are we at here? Uh, January, March, April, May, June. Uh, no, no, it's not a quarter thing. Uh, as a matter of fact, we're at the beginning of the quarter. Huh, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, Save Yourself number three. Two covers on that one. Uh, from Boom. Let me just take a peek at Dynamite. No, 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 no. It's just your usual stuff. You know, you're, you're, lots of, lots of, uh, boobs. Um, I am going to be keeping my eye on Dynamite, though, soon, because there's a new James Bond series that I have my eye on. My boy Rodney Barnes is taking over James Bond, so that's, that's exciting as shit. Um, so yeah, I, I will be scrolling through Doom here. Uh, <laughs> or Doom? Dynamite. What the fuck am I looking at? Uh, Bermuda from IDW. Uh, I cannot wait to read that issue number one. I cannot wait. I love me some John Lehman. Um, yeah. Oh, that look, just that cover looks so cool. Um, yeah, pick it up. Godzilla Monsters and Protectors number five. There's two covers on this one. The photo very on this one. I actually think may kind of. It's it's baby Godzilla, people. It's the baby Godzilla photo variant. I don't think that's Gadzuki. I think Gadzuki was only in the cartoon. I think this is baby Godzilla. But uh ah uh, man, uh, I I got a feeling. I got a feeling. It looks like a toy. It's awesome. It's awesome. Um, let's see here. Marvel Action Origins number three. Uh, two covers on that one. Star Wars Adventures number eight. Now this one right here, I do believe this is the... Uh, let me just double check this. But I do believe this is the first appearance of Boba Fett in a Star Wars... Nope. 
Never mind. That's number nine. Number nine is going to be the first appearance of Boba Fett in a Star Wars adventure story. I'm wondering if this there's a misprint somewhere. Because my information shows that number nine is coming out on the 18th. But Previews World is showing number eight. Now, I guess I do got to keep in mind that on Previews World, none of this stuff is actually finalized till Friday evening. Um, so uh, uh, some of this stuff is subject to be amended and changed and all of that shit. So, yeah, um, but I'm doing my best here, people. You know, if Lunar would just get on board and do the same time frame, then I wouldn't have to put this podcast out, uh, in the manner that I do. But whatever, you know, it is, it is what it is. For the most point, most part, most of this stuff is pretty accurate. Uh, Star Wars High Republic Adventures, number seven. Um, looks like just one cover on that one. And then uh, Transformers, number 34. So that's all for IDW. Two covers on that Transformers. Uh, Dark Horse, we've got oh, shit. Black Hammer Visions, number seven. One, two, three covers on this one. Uh, Killer Queens. This is from the man that brought you Kanto, or co-brought you Kanto, David Boer, um, uh, with Claudia Balboni. So meet Max and Alex, reformed intergalactic assassins for hire. On the run, also super gay. Their former boss, a fluffy monkey with a jetpack, is hot on their tail to take back his stolen ship. They gotta eat, so they take a mission from Alex's old flame. Your standard no-kill, casualty-free, kidnapping recovery from a nearby moon. Only complication, half the moon is ruled by a fascist dictator, hostile to foreigners. They're the killer queens, so what could possibly go wrong? Ah. Yeah, man, I'm, uh, I'm into it. I'm into it, and honestly, for a couple of reasons. For one, David Boer has a lot of success and momentum behind his back. And two, uh, this, this, uh, I don't know, it could be a, uh, I could see this book really taking the fuck off, man. I do. I, I could see the LGBTQ community backing the fuck out of this book. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I got a good feeling about it. It's, like I said, Boer has a lot of momentum. Oh, look at that. Uh, fuck, what is that homaging? That B cover. Holy shit. What is that? Is that Conan? I think it's... I think... Is that a Conan homage? Damn it. I feel like that's a like Frank Frazetta art. Uh, whatever. It's... It, I get all the covers for this. How many? One, two, three. It's the C cover that I'm looking at there. Damn. And let's see. Chris Abel's getting the B cover. Who did the C cover? Jed Bartell. Go figure. Yeah. Um. Pick this up. Pick. Uh, putting that sass. Being an assassin. Ha! Ah, I love it. Um. Rangers of the Divide. Number four. One cover there. Savage Hearts. Number two. Uh, Tales from Haro Country, Fair Folk. Number two. Uh oh. 
Leon's um, two covers on Tales from Harrow Country. Uh, Harrow? Harrow? Uh, Dark Horse. Nope, that's where I'm at right now. Uh, Image. Actually, kind of getting through this pretty quick. I say that now. Wait till we get to Marvel. Uh, from Image, we've got Ascender, number 18. Two covers on... Nope. Yep. Hold on. Yes, Ascender. Sorry, the B cover <laughs> says Descender, number 50. So, got a little confused there. Got a little confused. But, um, yeah, no, I think... I haven't, I haven't read Descender or Ascender, for that matter, so I, I really don't know. Is this a Jeff Lemire story? It is. Oh, and it's the series finale. So, there you go. Thone bitch! Uh, Compass, number three of a little five-parter. Echo Lands. What is this? Echo Lands number one. J.H. Williams, Hayden Blackman, Dave Stewart. A major Image Comics 2021 event. The story of Earth's last war starts with Hope's sticky fingers. Hmm. Uh, the... Okay, yep, got it. In a bizarre future world that has forgotten its history, a reckless thief, Hope Red Hood, holds the key to excavating its dark, strange past. If only she and her crew can escape a tyrannical wizard and his unstoppable daughter. But fate will send them all on a path leading to a war between worlds. Echo Lands is a landscape format mythic fiction epic where anything is possible. A fast-paced genre mashup adventure that combines everything from horror movie vampires to classic mobster mobsters and cyborg elves to Roman demigods and retro rocket ships. It's going to be a hell of a ride. Uh, each issue of the series will offer a raw cut edition featuring the art from J.H. Williams III as it looked leaving the studio. Hmm. Alright. Um, I, I, I gotta say, duh. You know, I should probably pick that up. I'm gonna write that down. I don't know, it just it seems like a no-brainer to me. Um, like, any... Uh, I can't tell what these covers are doing. I can't tell if these covers are horizontal or wraparound. But, based off the designs here, if they're wraparound, I, I, don't, I don't know how well that would work. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, no, I'm, uh... I'm I'm behind this for sure, 100% behind this. Uh, home number five, wrapping up on the FOCs this week. Last issue from that mini series, two covers to choose from. Uh, Homesick Pilots number eight, one two covers there. Uh, Jupiter's Legacy, um, one two three four covers there. Uh, number three, so yeah, I mean it's. Uh, uh, since the, the, the Netflix series, I guess it makes sense to kind of continue on the story so they have more shit to work with. I think I did hear that it got canceled or whatever, but they could always bring it back. Um, this one here, next up, probably going to be a big deal eventually, but I, I don't know if this is uh, how much of a spec book it's going to be. But uh, let's just, King Spawn. Number one, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. 
Is that right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven covers here through Previews World to be ordered. Um, we've got... Is that Jay Lee? Puppeteer Lee. Ah, whoever this Puppeteer Lee guy. Jesus Christ, he's good. Fuck, that's good. No wonder why that's the A cover. So yeah, Puppeteer Lee, Todd McFarlane, uh, David Finch. Ch -ch who's this? Um, somebody Murphy. Who is that? That's kind of neat. Um, and then we got Greg Capullo and Brett Booth and... Wow. So Donny Cates getting a cover? Alright. That's, uh, that's interesting. Donny Cates and Todd McFarlane doing a cover together. I would imagine Todd colored it? Hmm. I don't know, it's not terrible. Sorry, I'm really looking at this. I'm really trying to soak this in. It's not terrible. Uh, it's definitely a lot better than the last cover that he did. Kate's. Huh. Good for him. Guy's really, uh... Really broadening his horizons. God, the more I look at it, though. <laughs> I mean, it's not great, but... It's not terrible. I mean, if I had to put this up against a McFarlane or a Peach, this is the one that I'd be, you know, <laughs> I'd have the least problems with. Uh, I dig it, man. I dig it. I have a feeling that the Donny Cates Spawn cover is going, that's probably in itself going to be worth, uh, worth grabbing. Son of a bitch. And, you know, this is the, the only, this is the only Spawn ongoing, uh, the first Spawn ongoing series since the last one. Yeah, sure, there's been a bunch of Spawn, but, eh, there hasn't been any ongoings. These covers are good, man. That Capullo cover? I mean, that's, that's no surprise. Um, yeah, no, I'm probably gonna, I'll probably pick up a couple A's and a G. You know? Just cause. Uh, Maneaters, Cursed, number two of a little five-parter. Two covers on that one. Noctera continuing on. Make sure you add Noctera to your pull list by Monday. Uh, one, two, three covers for number six. Uh, Oblivion Song, number 33. Post-Americana, number seven. Uh, Radiant Black, number five, getting a... Th what? Hold on. Uh, third print, but it looks like only the one in ten? Curious. Um, I don't know how that works. The, like I said, there's still stuff to be added to this as I'm speaking as well. So maybe at this point in time they only have this uh, up. But just uh, keep that on your radar. Keep that on your radar. I guess I am doing this earlier in the morning than usual. Um, nah, no, not really. Um, Radiant Black number seven. Two covers? Yep, two covers. Second Chances. Got 11 number one, right? Second Chances from Ricky Mamoni and Max Bertolini. Alright, Second Chances Hotline. Guided me now and get a new identity. All you need is some cash, a proper referral, and a very good reason to start over. Well, LeBlanc, the man behind the hotline, is approached by a shady figure from his past. He's forced to accept a new client. 
who doesn't meet any of the requirements. I bet you he ain't got no money. A client with chemically induced amnesia is in desperate need of protection. Uh, ba 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 yeah, yeah, bizarre noir. It feels like John Wick punching through an existential French New Wave fever dream. Alright, cool. Um, actually, I think, uh, I think I might give this one a shot. Ricky Mamoni, huh? I'm into it. I'm into it. Um... I don't know, like, I like the demon in the background. That's kind of, like, it's subtle, but... Or is that like a shogun? I can't tell. Hmm. Badass cover, though. Like, it's interesting art. It's almost... It feels like... Almost would look like James Bond art. You know, like, this could be a James Bond cover, in a way. It's fucking sweet. Um, so yeah, uh, just one cover on that, too. And then uh, Tam Before Tam, number four. Two covers there. Undiscovered Country. Still not forgotten about. Two covers there. And then Walking Dead Deluxe, number 21. Uh, two covers there. So those are all of the indie books due to be ordered by Monday. Indie, the indie books are by far the most important ones that need to be ordered because there's a less likely chance that, you know, the, the shop that you're picking your books up from is, uh, you know, ordering an abundance of indies, because that shit's a fucking crapshoot. But, uh, so yeah, it's up to you. It's up to you. And uh, for those of you that complain why every, you know, oh, we second printings and blah, 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 um, and you don't pre-order your books, well, that that's why. That's why. You know, if everybody that wanted the book originally just pre-ordered the book, um, then, yeah. Uh, but where the pre-orders come from... Why a book or where a reprints come from is when someone goes into a shop after they're sold out. Um, sometimes even on Wednesday after they come out, and yeah, the, the, you know, they say, "Can I, you know, can do you have any more of this?" And the shop laughs at them and says, "No." And they say, "Can you order it?" And they go to look at it and they say, "No, no, I can't. It's sold out." at a distributor level. And you know why it's sold out? It's because they only print the amount of fucking books that people order. So, yeah. It's very rare that a shop can go through and order extra books from Diamond after the book has already been released and shipped. It's so rare with the indies. So, so rare. So, yeah. If, if you're one of those people that complains, oh, the second print and the third print shouldn't be worth more than your first print and blah, 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 blah. Well, it's, and you don't pre-order, you're, you're, you're part of the problem. Just keep that in mind. However, I digress. To Marvel, let's talk about the Marvel books that need to be ordered by Monday at the absolute latest. We've got Black Cat, number nine. Look at that cover. What is that, Black Cat and Star? Yep. Oh, man. Oh, you know what? This might... Who's doing this cover? Pepe Larraz? The Infinity Score continues. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I think we need to keep an eye on this series. I think something might pop off out of here in this cover. You know, Black Hat covers oftentimes become iconic. And, I don't know. This, uh, this one might be iconic. 
that's cool. It, it's 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 honestly it's very repetitive. Except you'll you'll you just have to see for yourself. That is, hmm. I don't know. Keep an eye on that cover and the story arc at the same time. What am I looking at? Yeah, it's the uh, A cover. And then there's a a B connecting cover and a games variant. Nice. Um, yeah, I decided kind of against the games variants, actually. Like, they're cool, but I don't know when I'm going to ever have a chance to display them. They're, they're just hyper-realistic, is what they are. Like, that's that's what the games variants are. It's hyper-realism. Um, I don't know if it's hyper-realism. Yeah, I don't know if I'd go that far, but... Yeah, you know, it's, uh, realism. Um, Gamma Flight, number three. Oh, oh look at that A cover. <laughs> that is cool. The Abomination and Titania. Oh, that is cool. It's like that uh, classic... Oh, shit, I'm going to sound like an idiot now. Uh, what's the, 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 the farmer and the old lady painting and the pitchfork? It's like that. Oh, that's cool. Um, one, two covers. Three covers on Gamma Flight. Keep your eye on this series, too, people. Oh, is that Rick Jones showing up? I guess he's kind of really in this story, but I mean he's a big part of this story. But ah, oh, that cover with Rick Jones on it—that's gnarly, man. Ah, no one does Rick Jones right now like Bennett, though. No one could do it like Bennett. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy number seventeen, two covers there. Iron Man number eleven. Just gotta look at that games variant. Yeah. He, I mean, yeah, it's cool, for sure. But they just kind of look like movie covers in a way now, you know? Those first two that I saw originally, that those made me go, oh, shit, I got to get on these. You know, that was one thing. But now it's just kind of, you know, it's cute. <laughs> oh, the Guardians of the Galaxy has one, too. Look, a little baby group on the game's variant there. Gotta love it. Uh, King the Conqueror, okay. Now... I mean, no, no spoilers, but, uh, um, yeah, no, I, I think it would be silly after, you know, what we had discovered recently, uh, to, to not jump on this series. You know, I, I think this series is going to really play a big factor in the upcoming stuff that may be happening cinematically. Um, I have also seen the, the, the cover art for number five of this series that, you know, it's, it's featuring Doom. It's, it, this is clearly going MCU, people. Um, so, and I'm sorry if it's spoilery in any way, shape, or form. Um, if, there's, there's no way it could be, though, because it's all over the internet. And you're clearly on the internet if you're listening to a podcast, so. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man, it's, a. Uh, I think this series is going to be... Uh, I mean, there's nothing stated on Key Collector or anything like that, but... But... Uh, some some shit's gonna come to light here, for sure. Uh, and I don't have many of the... Uh, well, uh, let's see, let's count them. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. 11 covers here. I only have image art for three of them. Um, God, that Momoko cover... Jesus Christ. <sighs> That's not how shoulders work. 
Jesus Christ. Alright, whatever. Anything. Give me a Momoko cover. I'll find something wrong with it now. So bad. Um, and that should be a cool cover, too. Botched it, though. Uh, one, two, yeah, ten, eleven. We already counted them. Eleven covers. See, it throws me off. Uh, Marauders, number 23. Two covers there. Miles Morales, Spider-Man Annual. Now, this is, once again, tying into the Infinite Destinies. Probably not a bad idea to have all of these annuals on your, uh, in, in your boxes, people. You never know what's going to come to light here. And with this one, I think it's Amulet and Miles teaming up is the uh, T-Story arc here. The Kim Jacinto cover, badass. Very badass. I'm a big fan of Kim Jacinto because, you know, they like to really bite the, uh, the style of one Daniel Warren Johnson. I'm not saying it's 100% on point, but oftentimes I have to, you know, look at it and go, fuck, is that... Who is that? Um, <laughs> and we all know that DWJ came first. So, yeah. Do we know that? So, two covers on the Miles Morales annual. Uh, Moon Knight, number two. Three covers there. Keep your eye on this series. You know, we got a new bad guy, I believe, uh, that appeared in issue number one. Don't know. Haven't gotten around to reading it yet. But let's see here. Do we got a cover appearance at all? I can't tell if that would be him on the cover or not. I'm, I'm thinking no, but... Steve McNiven is an absolute monster. You guys know that? Jesus Christ, these covers are good. Fuck. And then the games vary on this. Now that's a cool... Yeah, it's badass. I don't know if it's still worth picking up for me, but yeah. And then Momoko? Yeah. Apparently they made Moon Knight a girl because she doesn't understand uh, facial structure between genders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sinister War, number three. One, two, three, four covers there. Spider-Woman, number 14. There is a potential something-something happening in this, but potential is the key word. Um, uh, the key collector is very ambiguous. They don't seem very confident in it either. But something, um, a, a turno or something like that, I believe. So keep your eye on Spider Woman. Maybe pick up an extra copy if it's already on your pull list. Uh, now we get into the Star Wars stuff. Star Wars number sixteen. One, two, three covers there. Uh, War of the Bounty Hunters number three. Let's see, one, two, three covers there. The John Tyler Christopher action figure variant is Dengar. Yeah, I'll probably pass on this one. Um, my action figure variant wall's getting pretty, uh, pretty dense, so I'm going to have to start being a little pickier. Um, but 100% on this series, though. War of the Bounty Hunters has been amazing. Um, and there's also a wanted poster as well. That is, that is so good. Oh, man. I'm telling you, Boba Fett collectors right now are just, uh, they're loving. They're loving all the Boba Fett stuff. It's about time. <coughs> the IG-88. That's kind of turning into my dude. Or droid, I guess. Um, I don't know, man. That's, IG-88 is the shit to me and also featured on this cover as well 
We've got The Marvels, number four. Uh, you know, I know the speculators definitely have their eye on this series right now. Uh, Warhammer 40K, Sisters Battle. Sisters of Battle. Alright, so yeah, it's an all-female-led Warhammer story. So, uh, two covers on that one. It's just a little five-parter. I know the last Warhammer 40K book did very well at my last shop. Like, unusually well. Um, Way of X, number five. Let's see, one, two, three covers there. Uh, X Corp, number four, two covers there. X-Men, Trial of Magneto. Um, yeah, no, I would, uh, I, I, if you're, for so many reasons, pick up this series. We're going to find out more about the Scarlet Witch, I would imagine, uh, just based off these covers here. If you're a Magneto fan, pick this up. Um, I have a feeling this is going to have implications on uh, a, a lot of things. On Krakoa, uh, it says right here, actually, the story that will shake Krakoa to its core. You know, um, yeah, I just, I think this is going to be big, big, big. Um, let's see, how many covers do we have going on here? Fuck, a lot. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven. Seven covers total. Well, there's a spoiler variant, they're already giving us the image art. It can't be right. Yeah, no, okay. So, she's got a new look. Why would they do that? That can't be right, right? Oh, shit. Magneto looks crazy in this John Romita variant. But maybe it's just because it's John Romita. <laughs> um, oh, boy. There's... There's so much wrong with this. Jesus Christ. See, I try to be a John Romita Jr. apologist. Because there's some things, you know, there's times where I'm like, yeah, no, I like it just fine. Um, I hate the way he draws ears, though. He makes everybody have, like, real cauliflower ears is what it looks like. He makes every person that he draws looks like that they, they spent five years doing MMA. Um, but, uh, this, what is going on? Like, he, Magneto's dressed like Havoc. And his leg just kind of disappears beyond this railroad track. But, um, he should be... That's not... What? No. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, really, it's Mark. It's the Mark Brooks cover that you want, people. Oh, shit, okay. So that's why he's in all black. This is going to be a thing. Yeah, no, um, so if I had to say how I feel about this book, um, this is probably the Marvel book to pick up this week for the sake of speculation, um, and uh, you'll notice, too, uh, throughout this week, well, I don't know, that King the Conqueror as well, those are the two, those are the two that I would really, really keep my eyes on, um, and pick up a, a, a few covers, and I would not expect them to... Uh, be quick flips by any means. Maybe the Trial of Magneto if something big pops out of there. I don't know. It, it's it's hard to say. But either way, um, even if they do have the potential for a quick flip, I say hold them. Hold them steady. Um, it's 
something is going to happen, and it may not be issue one. Um, that's why I say just keep your eye on this series, read this series, use your gut. I'm going to be reading this series, these series as well. So that's what I'm here for as well. You know, the, for the people that don't have the time. You know, if I say, oh shit, something might be happening in issue number three, I'd go big on issue number three, then, you know, then that's, 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 yeah, kind of what I'm here for, I guess. Um, yeah, big books, not, I mean, not a lot of big books, but a lot of big potential, you know, um, and I think that's a good thing as well, you know, not having a whole key collector app revolving around... Uh, a bunch of first appearances coming out this week. Once again, I've said it before, it weeds out the, just, the, the, I don't know, the, do I want to say weekend warriors? The people that are here just because Logan Paul ruined their Pokemon, you know? So now they got to come over to comics and try to, uh, I, I don't want to say ruin it, but not make it awesome, you know? Uh, I, I don't I don't know if ruining it is the the word at all because there's a lot of people really benefiting from all of these new people coming over because it's added more cash flow to this industry, frankly. Um, but uh, I don't know, man. Um, I, I do like it when it's not just a whole bunch of first appearances, and it's it's a lot of I don't know maybe because it's gonna get people wanting to read the books. I would imagine. Or it's just going to keep the hardcore people like us, um, you know, yeah, <laughs> happy. So there you go. Those are the FOCs for the week, people. Um, uh, as far as indies go, like I said, God of Tremors, maybe. Echo Lands, I, I, I think that one is a no-brainer. Pick up, you know, if your normal thing, pick up one for you, you know, if it's something you're interested in. And maybe have a couple. Um, I, I, I don't know, man. It's, it, 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 if I feel like it's a series that does have potential. But we just have to see how that first issue turns out. And then white. Number three, particularly cover B. Um, now, I, if I recall correctly, white number one and number two did not have variants. So that does tell me that there is the potential that this is not going to be limited to 2,500 copies. But I also had that same thought for number two as well, so it's hard to say. Maybe it's going to be limited to 5,000 copies um, because there's two covers. Uh, but either way, I really do think that, I mean, whether, whether you're a supporter of the people in the fucking covers or not, you know, a Kanye listener or a, a Reagan or a Bush dude, um... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, I, I, there, there's going to be an audience for it. I guarantee it. I guarantee people are going to be on this book. So um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna actually put myself down for five and see what happens. I know with the allotments and stuff, that's a long shot. But I don't know. I've, uh, I've, I've never been shorted on a book that's been allotted with my shop before. If that, you know, I'm, I'm also not one to always order, like, five or ten of those as well, but... What was it? Remember when Berserker, both those reprints, those foils got allotted? I got everything I ordered, so we'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Alright, I'm gonna take a quick little breaky poo. I'm gonna leave you with an Apocalypse promo, and I will get back to you here 
shortly with the books of the uh, the near future. The, the the books coming out next week, New Comic Book Day. Um, unless you're me, and you're still just sitting here waiting on Thursday for your books to arrive, because for some reason they went from uh, Colorado, where you were on time, to uh, I don't know. Let's just see what you know Utah's about. So. Hopefully, at some point this week, they arrive, but my problems aren't your problems, people. I guess this is me just uh, letting you know why there was no stream again this week, and, you know, no no uh, social media boasting like I tend to do, um, but, uh, yeah, so, the, the, uh, we'll get back to it eventually, but anyway, yeah, I'm gonna take a quick little break, and I will get back to you shortly with them new comic book day goodies. Podcast recommendations, you ask? Brian Wayne here, co-curator of The Apocalypse, And I know that sounds gnarly. That's because it is gnarly, man. The Apocalypse. What is The Apocalypse? The Apocalypse is a culmination of the gnarliest podcast, independent podcast, the internet has to offer. So instead of trying to go to Twitter the next time you uh, need a new podcast to listen to and try to get Twitter famous, podcast recommendations, please. Just think The Apocalypse, man. And it's ironic because The Apocalypse is only the beginning. It's only the beginning. Just go to podchaser.com. It's it's in the top list. The top list in the whole world. So whether you're looking for true crime, sports, uh, role-playing, uh, I don't know, anything, anything. Think of a podcast. It's on the apocalypse. It's like the apocalypse with a D. Hmm. And do not forget to follow the Apocalypse on Twitter as well. Once again, that is the Apocalypse. If you're looking for a podcast recommendation, the Apocalypse is sure to have something for you. Greetings, henchmen and loyal subjects. I am Evan the Great. And I'm JVD. We're your host of the fictional battle podcast, Crossover Collision, brought to you by the Villains Demand. If you love hearing in-depth breakdowns of your favorite characters and what they are capable of doing while fighting in random battlegrounds against other fan favorites, then this is the podcast for you. New episodes drop every Friday wherever you listen to your favorite podcast or over on thebuildsman.com. Alright, I am back, as promised, and we're talking new comics this time. These are the books coming out on the 27th, 28th, just kind of depends on, um, you know, what you're picking up. You know, you could pick up your, your, your Scout and your DC books on Tuesday, you know, through Lunar. Um, and then you can go back Wednesday, get yourself a second new comic book day, and get the rest of the stuff. Your Marvels and your, your I'm not going to name every indie out there, um, but y- y- you get it. So, yeah, um, these, these are the books coming out next week. We're going to start with the Lunar releases in Action Comics number 1033. we got two covers on that one. We've got Batman Reptilian number two of a little six-parter. This is one that, uh, you know, I haven't really heard much about, unfortunately. I, I, I definitely like to know about this Batman Re- Reptilian. So if you are reading this and check it out, um, you know, hit up the uh, the old Twitter at uh, Cheers to Comics, or even better if you're in the Facebook group. Like that's where the real conversation starts. So if you're not a part of the Cheers to Comics Facebook group and you're on Facebook still, then uh, 
you, you, you should. You should request to join the group because it's just fun content. But uh, yeah, I, I digress. Let's go back to the uh, the new releases next week. Um, sorry, I'm pulling up my uh, my info here to make sure I don't miss out on any hot speckiness. Hmm. All right. Um, man, there's a lot of stuff on Key Collector this week, and so much of it is just, yeah, but uh, we'll, we'll get to that, we'll get to that. Alright, so yes, uh, Batman, Reptilian, number two, uh, Cully Hamner getting the variant there. Uh, Batman Secret Files, Huntress, number one, mm-hmm, one, two, that Ricardo Federici variant is badass. Oh, that's good. Hmm. <sighs> Uh, I'm recording in the morning, so, yeah. Um, Batman, Superman, number 20. Won two covers on that one. Uh, Checkmate, number two. We're getting the origin, I believe, of Damon Rose. I believe, maybe. Um, but, yeah, one, two covers on that one. Uh, Detective number 1040, two covers on that one, Flash 772. Um, it's, it's only given me the cardstock variant on this one, but I would imagine there's an A cover as well. Uh, Harley Quinn number 5, we're getting the first appearance of a new antagonist, supposedly. Uh, so two covers on that one, Derek Chu getting a pretty badass cardstock variant. It's one of the, uh, oh, that's a good one. I like that one. I mean, I like a lot of them, but no, no that's that's cool. Um, Icon and Rocket. This is one that I'm. This is probably out of all the Milestone books. After reading Milestone number zero, this is the one that I'm most excited for. And there's some good covers for this as well. So uh, check them all out, man. Uh, Infinite Frontier number three. We we. I mean, it says on here who is the new Black Lantern, and we we got to be reading Infinite Frontier, people, if we want to continue reading DC in the future, right? I mean, that's kind of what I've landed on. Um, I'm not a big fan of, you know, the, the, the Infinite Frontier. I'm not saying it's poorly written or anything like that. It's just, as somebody that's not um, as... I wish I knew half as much about DC as I did about the Marvel Universe. You know, I've just always been more Marvel. I've never, I'm not anti-DC. It's just there's way fewer characters that grab my attention. <coughs> like, I, yeah. Um, so with that being said, with, with all of this, it could be a little confusing. Um, but I do think overall they're doing a, uh, a pretty good job, sorry, of uh, keeping it, keeping it, uh, I don't know, keeping the story going. I'm uh, making it, uh, I, I don't know, uh, understandable, I guess. But yeah, overall, still, there's things where it, it's it's a little intimidating for someone, even like myself. Uh, let's see, one cover on that one, uh, Infinite Frontier. Nope, the two covers. My bad, my bad. Uh, then we got Justice League number sixty-five. What the fuck? Okay, I'm thinking. All right, uh, there was. Okay, so they're releasing. I I was I might have been wrong about the Flash. Maybe the seven seventy two A cover or A came out this week, and then the B's next week. Um, it seems like that might have been something that happened because now I think about it, I, I didn't see any uh, variants for Justice League this week. So 
Maybe they're shipping a week late. I don't know. Um, ba, 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 ba. Looney Tunes, number 261. Mmm, little Elmo Fudd. Uh, uh, Mr. Miracle, Source of Freedom, number three. We're getting the origin story of Never Free. Uh, two covers on that one. Nightwing 78, third printing. Uh, yeah, you're going to want you some of that, I would imagine. First appearance of Melinda Zuko. Riley Rossmo getting that sweet-ass variant with a little bite wing. Oh, look at the little crippled dog. Oh, so cute. Um, the other history of the DC Universe, number five. Mm-hmm. Two covers on that one. That's big and black label. Uh, Robin, number four. Uh, two covers on this one. I, I said it on the FOCs, and wouldn't you know it, it's on the Key Collector app now. Um, it's just as far as being a hot cover. So... Yeah, um, but I, I don't know. I'm I, I'm loving the Robin series, man. And I think we got a guest uh, a guest artist on this as well. Yeah, one Jorge Carona taking over for Gleb Melnikov Melnikov for a minute. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm so excited for that. And congratulations to Jorge Carona getting some Robin work. Good lord, uh, Ruby Justice League number four, two covers on that one. Static number two, so we're gonna have two milestone books this week. Whoa! Um, all right. Well, hopefully, number two is better than number one. Hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying it was bad, but I'm saying my expectations were very, 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 very high. And uh, yeah, that, that that bar, that bar, um, it wasn't really even close to touched. So yeah, we'll see what number two does. Um, Strange Adventures, number 11. Uh-oh. It's almost to the point where I don't have an excuse not to talk about this. Um, I, I, I love the first issue. The second issue made me realize, just like with a lot of Tom King stuff, it just needs to be read in bulk. <coughs> so, yeah. Uh, but I, I, I did love the first issue, though. So, uh, I look forward to that day when I get to sit down and binge. Um, you know, uh, 12 issues, that's tough to do. Sorry, Jesus Christ. Uh, let me, hold on, let me drink my caffeinated tea here. Mm-hmm. Glug, glug, glug. Oh, it tastes like shit. Jesus Christ, is that... I don't even want to know. Um, alright, this is one that I'm highly, highly excited for. Easily my most anticipated DC book of the week. And that's Superman, Son of Kal-El, number one. And yes, even more anticipated than Robin and Jorge Corona doing the art. Um, and Tom Taylor doing Superman, you know. And here's the deal. I know I've gone on record a bunch of times. I'm not a Superman fan. I'm not a fan of the Superman family. However, there are two factors in here. Um, one, the obvious being Tom Taylor, the best writer in comics, the man with, uh, maybe capable of, I don't know, there, there's, there's no genre, there's no type of story this man can't tell. I guess I haven't really seen him do a horror story yet, but, I don't know, did you read Injustice? Um, <laughs> it's kinda, no, I take that back. What am I saying? Have I not seen him do a horror story? Fucking deceased. Yeah, I've seen him do it all. He's amazing. Um, but, uh, the other factor really being that, it's more Clark Kent that I could give two dookies about um john 
John is an interesting character, and I'm, uh, I'm excited for this. I, I, uh, I'm excited for so many things about this. For one, you know, Tom Taylor. I know this is a dream of his. I mean, who, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not like I know the guy or anything like that, but, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's so cool to see a, a creator, uh, take their, their, their career to a level like this, and, uh, yeah, oh, that B cover, oh, come on, see, that's the other thing, is I really want to experience the Super Sons in this series, and I have a feeling we're gonna get a lot of that, um, I like Damien when John's around, you know, uh, god damn, that Leon Yuck cover is really, really good, and then the Stephen Byrne cover, ugh, that's, it's, it's so goddamn good, I don't know, man, um, I'm so excited for this read, as I have said, uh, as far as spec goes, I wouldn't, I don't know, I don't know, uh, I, I just picked up the 1A cover, but, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised at, you know, homaging another Superman cover, I, or Superman number one, as a matter of fact, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, it, it took off. Um, you know, who knows? You know, just because something's not advertised, you know, like a first appearance or something like that in the Key Collector app, doesn't mean it's not possible. You know, it's uh, especially with Tom Taylor's shit. Um, Melinda Zuko wasn't advertised, you know? Just, I guess it kind of was. It might have said a new mayor. Fuck, it might have. Never mind, I take that back. But, uh... Yeah, I don't know, man. Either way, not every book needs to be spec-worthy to be worth picking up. That's for damn sure. Um, it's I got a lot of faith. Probably not a bad idea for me to maybe see if I can get an, another one, just in case. Um, and keep in mind, people, yellow cover. If you understand how hard it is to keep a yellow cover shiny through the years... Um, yeah, I don't know. Those things in itself. Thinking long-term collector, you know. Uh, Teen Titans Academy, number five. Real excited to, to, to dive into this one. It's a good DC week, people. And I'm kind of thinking it's only a DC week out of Lunar. <coughs> no, uh, no scout, it seems. But, yeah, no, um, I've come to the conclusion that, well, I mean, <laughs> as you may have noticed, uh, in a little, or, I mean, a little bit ago in this podcast, that I'm pretty sure that, Old uh, uh, Clown Hunter is the man behind this mask. So um, we'll see. But within this, we're actually getting three origin stories as well. So take that for what it's worth. Um, origin stories could sometimes mean something, you know, especially if the character blows the hell up. So we got three of them in here. Um, roll the dice, you know. Keep the. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Wonder Huamath. Number 776. No, uh, two covers on that one. And then the Juan Barjuamas. Black and gold, number two. Uh, two covers on that one. And like I said earlier, that Joshua Middleton variant. I'd keep your eye on that one. On the old eBay. Um, you know, his his covers are just, for whatever reason, you never know what people are going to gravitate towards. And um, his covers become iconic. Remember Batgirl? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same dude. Mm-hmm. So those are all the lunar books coming out next week. Hopefully there's some scout books coming out through Diamond at least. Good law. Alright, uh let's let's go to Diamond now. Diamond. 
and uh, see what the hell is happening. Alright, let's start with Vault. Vault Comics from Diamond next week. We got Barbaric number one, second printing. Yep. Um, and then there are, let's see, Barbaric number one, Deluxe Black and White Edition, and a Deluxe Black and White Edition Black Bag Variant. Alright. So a lot of barbaric reprints, I believe, next week. Or you know, I think I'm thinking, I'm wondering if the barbaric or the, the the black and white is just another cover that they're releasing for number one, number, and then we got the second printing, which I all think are good pickups. Um, just like I called, and I called it. Uh, I honestly didn't think that it would take off as quickly as it did, but I said this book has a badass premise, and if it's half as good as its premise, it's going to get a lot of attention and already I've seen this book sell for 15 20 bucks um, so there you go and super low print run too um, so yeah look at me and all of my barbarics I got all the covers when they came out and I've uh, was actually able to track down um, even more of the cover A's for <laughs> almost a steal of a price actually technically it is almost well can't say technically almost a steal. Um, I, I do feel mighty uh, thievish. Let's put it that way. I paid for it. I paid for it, but not nearly enough. <laughs> um, Barbaric number two is also coming out. That's highly exciting. Uh, three covers on this one. So yes, stay on it. Oh man, I already know this is going to be a big, nasty, expensive week for me again. Um, I really am sorry that I, I didn't get a stream up this week. Um, in between our little breaks, between segments here, I went and got my books. The books did arrive, and it's a big, nasty stack that cost a whole lot of money. So, um, yeah, looks like that's going to be happening again this week. Uh, I will say, never mind. You know what? I'm not going to go on a fucking rant right now. Never mind. Um... <laughs> <coughs> yeah, um, Blue Flame, number three, also coming out this week, two covers on it, I'm very excited to continue reading this story, I think Blue Flame is, uh, Vault's, Vault's, I don't know, I think this is going to be their golden book, I really do, um, this is going to launch a superhero universe, I'm telling you, if Vault wants a superhero universe, it's going to start with Blue Flame. Uh, the last book you'll ever read, number one. Another one from Vault that I'm highly excited about. There's a lot of Vault coming out this week. Uh, four covers on this. This is one that I do believe I picked up two of for the sake of speculation. Um, I gotta love a good indie spec, right? Uh, Gamble? Uh, Money Shot, number 13. Two covers on this. We got our black bag variant. Probably gonna show some butts. Uh, Shadow Service, number 10. Two covers on this one. Is this the, uh... Yep, this is the end. This is the end. Um, yeah. So I got a 10-issue series here that I'll be able to go through and binge one day. And then, um, finally, we've got Witchblood, number 5. Three covers on this one. So a big, big week from Vault. Um, I really hope that I ordered the reprints on that barbaric uh valiant oh we do have some valiant we've got shadow man number four uh th th 
three covers on this one. I do believe this is finally added to the poll list. And once again, shout out to Nerds Forever for coming through on that one and two. Uh, Titan Comics. We've got Doctors Who's Missy, number four. One, two, three, four covers. And then we've got Extraordinary, number two. Four covers on that one. Um, there's an A, a B, a C, and an F, O, C. So, yeah. And it seems like when there's a Titan book, there's going to be always four covers. Look at that. Discovering patterns after all these years. Uh, from Source Point this week, we've got Broken Gargoyles, Sin and Virtue, number two. Uh, we've got, oh man, we've got Cult of Dracula. Number five, mm-hmm, this one's going to be a movie, people, and this is a series that you're going to want to have. And I'm going to pre-warn you to pick up that number six in multiple copies. But um, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that when it hits the uh, FO. Uh, you know what? I forget. Source Point isn't on the FOCs. I'm going to tell you right now, order multiple copies of Cult of Dracula number six. Um, I'm just, Richard Davis is a stand-up dude. And, you know, he's sure he's hyping up his own book, but this movie is going to happen. And it is going to be a hit. Um, what, what this book has been doing in the indie market for years uh, is, is, is incredible. Um, it's gone through some bullshit, but it's, it's making sure that it's in the right place. And it, it's being done right. And that, that, that's why it went, you know, from one company to another. And it's because Rich Davis has, hmm, he, he knows what he has. And I know what he has. And uh, pick up this series, people. I'm telling you, uh, Darling, number two. This is another series you should be picking up. Uh, I, I, had, I had these fellas on the podcast just recently, actually. And such a good book, man. Such a good book. Uh, great covers, too. And goddamn, I love some... Uh, I, I love a book about drugs. No, and doesn't matter which way it is. Um, I'm, not, I'm, not, and I'm not a junkie or a druggie or anything like that. I'm just fascinated with the idea of narcotics and the brain. Um, specifically, hallucinogenics. But, yeah, this is, this is a book about... Uh, Got some drugs, some drug use in it. That's for damn sure. Uh, monstrous heartbreak, blood loss number three. Uh, that's wrapping up. Oh, mini series. Mm-hmm. We got a number one. I know a lot, a lot out of source point this week too. We got a number one. We've got runes number one from Ivan. <coughs> oh, excuse me, Lacetinola. La Sirenola. La Sirenola? Sorry, I'm never going to get that right. It's going to take a lot of practice. Um, yeah, no, it's a, it's a Viking book, and it looks badass. Jesus Christ. Francesco Iaquinta, I believe, on the art. Is how you say that? Iaquinta? Fuck. The uh, runes, son of the black wolves. Aha! That looks gnarly, man. I don't know if I got that one on the pull list. I might have to check that out. It's hard with Source Point Press because they're not on the FOCs. And you got to pick up that, that big giant previews book and flip to the middle of that son of a bitch. Um, all right, continuing on, we got 
Seis cuerdas defender of Mexico. Seis cuerdas. I forget what that means. Six something. Six guns? No. Guns. Cuerdas isn't guns. Six bullets? Maybe? I'm just guessing. I'm completely guessing. Just based off the cover. Six strings? There's a guitar? I don't know. Uh, that, that would be a cool name. Six string. Uh, anyway. Uh, touching evil. You know what? Now I gotta know. What's a cuerda? What's a cuerdas? C-U-E-R-D-A-S. Cuerdas. Um, okay. In English. There we go. Str oh, look at me. Fucking guessing shit. Look at me. It does mean six string. What a cool name. Holy shit. Um, I mean, I guess it's not all that surprising. But, oh, even more reason to pick this up. Uh, what a cool name. Six strings. Defender of Mexico. I'm immediately getting a, uh, um, oh shit, what's that? It's that fucking Rodriguez, Robert Rodriguez movie. Um, ba, 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 ba. Ah, shit. Not mariachi, but uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Mm-hmm. That's the vibe I'm getting out of this. Not the same, but... Oh, that looks cool. Um, and it, it's the third issue out, so hopefully, you know, I can go through and track down the trade, but... Badass. Six strings. That's so cool. Uh, Touching Evil, number 15. We've got Warcorn's Birthday Bath. Birthday Bath? Who takes a birthday bath? <laughs> it's the time of the year. Uh, that's how the plague starts. Birthday baths. Uh, birthday Bash. For those who can read. Uh, Garrett Gunn. Kit Wallace. It's a little one-shot. If you checked out Warcorn's, then, uh, yeah. Here's a one-shot. Mm -hmm. And then we got Yuki vs. Panda, number three. So there you go. Lots of source point to choose from this week. <coughs> no scout, huh? No scout. What a shame. Oh, well. Uh, ba -ba, I don't want to miss anything. I don't want to miss anything. But this is the part where you scroll. Oni Press. Nope. Never mind. Nothing from Oni Press. Uh... Did I sound like the grudge kid? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm killing time here. Coffin? Yeah, from Coffin Comics. We got a little Lady Death. Mm-hmm. Lady Death. Treacherous Infamy. Well, it's a number one, too. Uh, it's just a little micro-series two-parter. There are an A and a B cover, and then we got a $25 C cover, and we got a $40 D cover. D being the key word. There's gonna be some nipples. Um, that's a that's a you know for being a um a nudie variant, it's actually a pr I, I kind of like that one. I don't know, maybe it's just better. I mean it's blurred out so it's not as. Arg, I mean I'll I'll all eye center. <laughs> it's it's the stuff going around in the background actually that's kind of like the, the the skulls that are. Yeah, I don't know, man. Skeletons, zombies, I don't know. Uh, if if they're not, I don't know. They're skinny folk. Uh, <laughs> it's sweet. All these covers are actually, I don't know. What's that B cover? Looks okay. It's not as manga as I thought at first. Colette Turner doing all these? She did the D cover. No, never mind. Didn't do the D cover. 
Um, is that Ryan Brown? I think that is Ryan Brown. Maybe. It's R. Brown. I don't know. There's a few Ryan Browns in the game. Whatever. Fact is, we're talking about Coffin. And we don't do that often. <coughs> Not often talking about Coffin. Behemoth. We've got You Promised Me Darkness, number four. We've got three covers on this one. Unfortunately, all the steam on this book has seemed to have been lost in the spec market. Um, it's, uh, it's just weird. You know, the premise of the book, and I don't want to take anything away from the whatever. I mean, for all I know, the fourth issue wraps it all up just fine. I think it's only fourth issue. Four, four issues. Let me see here. The two-issue finale of the first arc begin. Oh, never mind. So, okay. So, it, it, it's a five-issue series. And, yeah. Alright. Well, no. It's a five-issue arc. This is an ongoing. Alright. So, we'll see. We'll see. <coughs> Look at Radiant Black, though. That book had all types of hype going into it. Lost Steam. Fourth issue came out. And now, everybody's chasing everything with it. Um, so, I mean, that, that, that could happen. It, it does happen. Same thing could happen with this story. I just know that what we're getting in this story is not, well, well what we were promised. <laughs> you promised me darkness. We got weirdness. Um, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm still, it's still on my pull list. It's not going anywhere. I, I have faith. I'm just saying that, uh, I don't know. I, I told you what I said. There you go. Take it for what it is. But I do have faith that this series is going to uh, turn around again and uh, get people's attention back. And that's going to make issues three and four and maybe even two uh, more sought after because people kind of gave up after one and two. And so it's a weird story, people. I'll tell you that much. It's not bad. It's just weird. And the art is kind of hard to make out. I will say that, but I'm I'm not a black and white reader, so you know that's that's just me. Um, for that reason, black and white or non-colored art uh, is just it's hard for me to make out and decipher at times, especially with as much detail as they're putting into this. Continuing on, aftershock. By the way, congratulations to Aftershock on getting another green light on a movie with Kaiju score. Um, I, 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 ah, I want to see Aftershock in a cinematic universe take off. Because all we need is one or two. One or two good ab adaptations to hit the screen from Aftershock. And then, oh, I just it's going to be the fastest building snowball you've ever seen in the spec market through this company. The day is coming. The day is coming, and I want Kaiju score to be the the, 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 the hammer that breaks the ice. Um, Girls of Dimension 13, number four. Uh, we've got Phantom on the Scan, number four. Seven Swords, number two. And Shadow Doctor, number five. Um, all titles I'm not really reading. Phantom on the Scan is one that I have interest in. The Girls of Dimension 13, I, I, I dropped. Um, I, I didn't even really give issue to a shot. I just, I immediately recognized that this story wasn't going to be for me. The premise originally seemed pretty neat, and I knew I was kind of like, I was getting a Paper Girls vibe. Like, I, I, I could see this book really well, but me just not being into it. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, 
that's, that's kind of what happened. But maybe I manifested that on myself, you know, because that's how it works. You know, you, 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 you feel how you want to feel, people. Um, and the Seven Swords didn't really get around to, and Shadow Doctor, it's one that I picked up a copy or two of number one for the sake of speculation, because, yeah, I have faith in, in the Aftershock Cinematic Universe. Uh, I feel like in this political climate, Shadow Doctor is a book that would do very, very well. You know, just saying. Uh, let's see here, continuing on. Um, I, every once in a while, I'll still click on Action Lab Danger Zone. Um, you know, there is a Zombie Tramp book coming out, of course, but the only reason I'm, I'm even like mentioning this at all is the A cover is a pretty cool Iron Giant homage, and I just happened to catch that. Um, I don't know, I'm an Iron Giant fan, so, yeah, the 90s, am I right? But that's, that's all I'm saying about this book. I, I don't, and for those of you that are wondering, like, what I have against Zombie Tramp, I've never read the story, um, you know, I, I, I don't know if it's good or not, uh, working at a shop, I know the kind of people that were attracted to Zombie Tramp, and there weren't, they weren't people that I would allow my, my kids to be alone around, let's put it on that way. Um, I'm, I'm kidding. Not kidding. A little bit kidding. Mostly not kidding. Um, but more than anything, uh, it's the, the fact that they don't credit their artists. They go out of their way to not credit all the uh, artists on the book. Um, and some of the... I don't know. Uh, I, in an interview that I had with a color artist... And I don't want to, I mean, you can go back and determine it yourself. You can listen to the interview if you could find it. I'm not going to name names, though, um, just for the sake of not starting any drama. And there was no drama on the interviewers or the per, the interviewee's end. It was, I was the one that was like, what the fuck? That's not right. Um, but, uh, yeah, and they, 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 they kind of, they, they look at colorists as finishers, the, 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 the Mendoza and the people behind that book. They're finishers. To me, a color artist is just as much an artist, not a finisher. An editor's a finisher, you know. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't know if I'd call an editor an artist. I guess they are in their own way, but a colorist is just as much an artist as anything else. You know, it's a colorist is can make a break or book for me, and to me, that's 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 art. You know, I guess an editor could too, but you, I, I, I've I've made it through a bunch of poorly edited books um i'll stop reading a book that is hurting my eyes uh, chromatically so yeah just saying that that that's where my bitterness comes from with the uh, zombie tramp there that's all um if you read it and it's good then awesome and you know they do still come out with a few good covers like monty michael moore has some pretty sweet zombie tramp covers or at least one that i know of off the top of my head but, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, like the Iron Giant, you know? It's, no. It's just the politics behind that book. That's all. Um, a blaze. We've got Gung Ho Anger, number three. Uh, four covers on it, as there tends to be with the blaze books. Uh, do we have any aardvark this week? Oh, please tell me we had some aardvark. I love me a good aardvark book. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I have a feeling... The this one's not gonna be in my pull list. I I like the Ardvark books. I uh, the 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 Spider Vark, 
because um, I, I, I collect homage covers, and that's what a lot of these are. They're, they're, they're parody books, parody covers. And this one, you know, well, Spider-Man 129, you may have heard of it. Um, I've got a couple of 129 homages on the wall uh, already. This one would look great next to a lot of, I mean, along with a lot of my other Aardvark, bo Aardvark books. But because they're not in the FOCs, I probably missed this one. <clears throat> I try to have it down with my LCS. I want all Aardvark books. Because it's not like they put out a whole lot of them. It's like maybe one or two a month. Um, and if it's a, an homage cover that I'm not into, then I'm sure someone else will be into it, and I'll just turn around and make my money back on it. Possibly even more, because homages can... Yeah, and these aren't exactly highly printed books. They even come with the print number on them. Like, each Aardvark book, to my understanding, is numbered. Um, I believe. At least the ones... Uh, is it Aardvark that does that? I'm pretty sure. I don't want to get up and pull books off the wall and attempt having everything collapse on me while we're recording. So I'm not going to do that. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Um, hey, uh, nerds forever, if you're listening, <laughs> can you just put me down for all of the Spider-Vark books? Thanks. Um, yeah, my, my shop, I, uh, you know, I said I was going to go on a rant earlier, and I don't want to take anything... You know, I don't, yeah, you could probably decipher who my shop is the way I've talked about them. It's not Nerds Forever. They're a sponsor and affiliate. I do, however, get a lot of books from there. Um, but as far as where my pull list resides, it's, it's been um, a little frustrating lately. You know, I, I'm giving you guys all the insight on all the cool books to order, and then I get my pull list, and um, it's not the stuff that I ordered. <laughs> And, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it makes it very difficult. When I say go big on a book, and then I'm expecting my pull list to have a big amount of that book, and it's the wrong cover or something like that, it's just... Uh, it's annoying. I don't know. That, that's where my little rant was going. It's 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 human error. It's... Um, I don't know. There, there, there's a lot of variables that go into this, people. That That's, that's why. Um, you know, it's... Just, this I don't know. That's why a lot of things. You know, I'm I'm not gonna go into any other rants right now. But I saw I saw one thing: the the unethical spider vark, badass cover. And um, being that it's homaging one of the most sought after books of all time, you know, the first appearance of Punisher, then I think it's gonna do very well. And at only a four dollar cover price, let's go boom, huh? Let's boom. Boom Studios, we got Berserker, number four. One, two, three, four. Four covers on this one. I'm good with the A. And it doesn't even need to be the shiny one. Um, yeah, the, the, it's really an A and a B, and then a foil A and B. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Um, and I, I honestly, I'm not saying stay away from the foils. I, I think down the road, once this series does its thing, and it's on Netflix and all of that good stuff, I know it's there's not a lot of people talking about this book much anymore on the spec market, but it's because everybody's just sitting and holding because the smart ones know, you know the smart ones know. Um, could you have flipped those those uh, those third and fourth prints for a shit ton of money right off the bat? Sure. Um, if you're holding them, did you see that they went down in price big time? Duh. Yeah, but what you're doing, if you're smart, is you're sending those motherfuckers out to uh, CGC and having them ready to go and back to you by the time or cbcs whatever floats your boat um you know I'm, I'm not a one is better than the other type of person um 
uh, but uh, re- regardless, it's... I don't know, man. I still think that this series is going to do very well on the spec market. Um, not the number one first print. I still stand by the fact that a book that has like 600,000 print run... Um, it, it, it's going to be tough, you know. That that's one of the, the the worst specs. But I also said that because of that, from here on out, everything else is going to be not nearly as print. People are already going to be drained on it. They're going to be mad that it didn't work out for them, and they're just saying, "Yeah, screw it." Um, at least the new people getting into this. That yeah, um, and then, you know they're not going to order as much, and you know shops aren't going to be ordering as much more than likely. And so it's going to create a desire down the road for this series. So I say don't fall off now. I know I was very sour and bitter in the beginning, saying this is the worst spec book on the market. But I was very specific in saying the number one first print, A cover. That's that's the one. And even a lot of the fucking incentives. Like, there's just way too... And, but whatever, I've already talked about all that. Um, stay on Berserker, people. Stay on it. And the foils, still not a bad pickup. Um, it's just... I don't need it from my collection is all. Uh, Dune. Uh, oh, shit. New Dune book. Uh, Blood of the... It's a $8 one-shot, I believe. Two covers on that one. Uh, sorry, I don't speak Dune, so I don't know what Sarkadurkadurkadur is. I think that's pretty close to what it is. I don't know. You be the judge, and then come at me. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I don't know why I like to troll, troll Dune fans so much. I have no idea what the fuck it is. Uh, Firefly, number 31. This is another one I kind of like to troll. Um, because I just didn't like it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I've never read the comics or anything. I just read that, f- or, no, I mean, I didn't read anything. I watched the first issue, I was like, what the f- yeah, I don't know. I'm not a Star Trek person either, and it just feels like Star Trek with cowboy hats. That's all. Um, yeah, two covers on that. We got Good Luck, number two. Um, a, a book that people are kind of specking around. Uh, I, I, bel- I don't know. It's a boom book. Everybody specs on boom books these days. Um, I personally, uh, after reading the first issue, I don't really see it going anywhere. Um, but that's just me. Uh, Something is Killing the Children, number 18. This one's still on your series and multiples, right? One for me, one for you. Because uh, that's that's how I'm doing it now. You know, I, I get two of everything, at least, with the old something. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, just, I think it'd be silly not to, especially with the big announcement of the Doctor Sleep writers um, writing this series, or at least the pilot. That's that's exciting because Doctor Sleep was fuck I don't know I gotta say it's one of my top three horror movies of the last five years and that surprised the shit out of me um, I, I I really did that was so fucking good something is killing the children is gonna be so goddamn good I still gotta catch up on the last uh, two arcs but after reading that first arc I uh I got me some faith. Um, alright, so no, that's it for Boom. Let's go up to... Is any Dynamite this week? Got some Betty Page, got some Red Sonia, some Sacred Six. Uh, yep, yep, boobies and butt cheeks. Oh, well, hold on, what is this? George R. Martin Clash of Kings. Okay, so there's some, like, Game of Thrones stuff, it looks like. I think this is Game of Thrones. 
Is it? Nope. No, 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 no. Hold on. Draws towards its close, but the Game of Thrones forever marches. Okay, it is part of the Game of Thrones. I don't. Uh, why do I not recognize these names? Who is Hot Pie? Why do I not recognize that? Whatever. Um, Alright, so that is Dynamite. IDW, we've got Marvel Action, Captain Marvel, number 5. We've got Star Trek, year 5, number 23. Star Wars Adventures, number 7, I do believe. Yep, Crimson Corsair. First appearance on the B cover there. Um, yeah, two covers on this one. Uh, the TMNT Annual. Now, I did um, order multiple copies of this. The According to... Um, uh, the key collector at the time it just said it was setting up a, a major arc or some shit like that but my instincts told me otherwise my instincts said this is more than just setting up a major arc uh... what it is it's the first appearance of dr l in a comic book um, <laughs> uh... what, what are the, it's <laughs> we're getting the rat king people we're getting the fucking rat king in this uh... the, the, the mm, appearing <sighs> first time in comic book form, and this is setting up the arc past the video game. We're, we're getting the video game storyline, people! Uh, man, this, this is going to be a big book. I, I have a feeling. I don't... I don't know. I, I just... I'm thinking so. Um, my, the, I, the, when, the, when the book first was... I mean, when it was first on the FOCs, before I even looked at the key collector, I was like, I got a feeling. This is Turtles country these days. And, you know, to have an annual come out and there not be something significant happening, I think it would be a waste. And it is a big $7 book, I'll say that. But uh, worth picking up for sure. And look at that Eastman variant. Come on. That Rat King. Look at him. Look at him. Um, I, I saw Peter Laird. Uh, post a uh, uh, a panel from the book, and I mean it was it was a full or not a, a full page actually. It was a full page spread with the Rat King on there, and it had all types of dialogue that I refused to read <laughs> because uh, well, I mean, yeah, I don't know. As a, as some as a newsman, I probably should have read it, but I I just I knew like it it was irrelevant because it was ah oh, man, I don't know. Maybe I maybe it was very relevant, but I think just knowing that the Rat King and Peter Laird's description of the uh, the mm, the prelude to the video game, oh man, come on, it's gonna be good. And we all know how big that video game is, how popular the video game. We're getting a prelude to that 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 story in this book. This is one. This is one that I think if you ordered multiple copies of, you will be making money on it release day and if there is a 1 in 10 on this good lord you're going to want to pick this up uh, Transformers Beast Wars number 6 in case you don't know there is a Beast Wars movie in the works and <clears throat> yes 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 uh, having all of the Beast Wars books as they come out is probably not a bad thing I am a Beast Wars fanatic shamefully I am behind on reading Beast Wars, just because I have so much to read already, um, and reading, like, I IP books, it's, yeah, um, really, unless it's, 
I don't know. What am I? What do I? What do I read out of? I collect out of IDW, but I don't. I, mean, I read Turtles. Uh, I got. I mean, Canto obviously, but that's not a IP book. Um, I don't know. I don't know. And that's it's it's. Now that I think about it, I I should be reading a lot more out of IDW, not just collecting it. Like even the Star Wars stuff. I don't really read the High Republic adventures, even though I collect it all. Uh, Usagi Ujimbo number 22nd printing. Okay, so we saw what happened with the first printing. It's selling between 15 20 bucks. 20 um, Now, is the 1 in 10 on this... I'm assuming there will be a 1 in 10 on this. Is the 1 in 10... I don't know, maybe there won't be a 1 in 10 on the second printing. You know what, let me look this up for you. We'll look it up. Da, da, da. All right. Ooh, soggy. Yo, Jim. I can't type for shit when there's a microphone over my keyboard. I'm afraid I'm going to unplug something. Number 22nd print. That's not how you spell print. Jesus Christ. Incentive? Ba, 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 da, ba, ba. No, no, I'm not seeing one. Um, all right, cool. So that answers that. But still, I I think having the second print, I don't know if it's it's going to be fifteen to twenty dollar range. But keep in mind, yellow, reddish, orangeish cover. Um, over time, long term, going to be a hard book to keep shiny. So there's that. Um, but I I don't know. I, I could still see this being like a seven ten dollar book day one. Um. Uh, I don't know. And then there's a, a... Wait, no, this is a different series. Yusagi Ujimbo Dragon Bellow Conspiracy number two of a little six-part. So yeah, a couple Yusagi books. Usagi? Usagi! There you go. So those are your uh, HDW books. Um, I did actually pre-order, I think, two of the um, second prints of that number 20. Um, just because, you know, I, I double up at the very least. Um, Dark Horse this week. We've got some Dark Horse books. We've got Grendel, Devil's Odyssey, uh, number eight. That's wrapping up. Two covers on that one. To Clan Shelby, getting the variant. Uh, Gru meets Tarzan. This is one that I have, I, I had a feeling about. Um, I don't remember if I pre-ordered it for myself, but I, I feel like there's going to be, um, a market for this book. Uh, I'm starting to see, and like I said, I'm in a lot of groups and circles and stuff, and I, I see the name Gru coming up. More and more. I'm seeing some Gru or homage covers start to pop up. Um, now, uh, w once, once, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's, do I need to explain to you how trends work? No. Um, I, I'm not saying this book is going to be big right off the bat, but um, I have a feeling that within a couple months' time, uh, those who do possess this book will probably profit a, yeah, I don't know, a penny or two. At least. At least. I'll tell you one thing. If you do it for a penny, it's probably just worth saving for yourself. Um, it's three ninety nine. If you sell it for $4, I think you probably actually lost. Uh, <laughs> uh, more from Dark Horse this week. We've got Parasomnia, number two. A little four-parter. Um, uh, it is. It is. What is this? Colin Bunn and Andre Moody? Mm-hmm. Andre Moody is doing all types of great stuff right now. Uh, Maniac in New York. Bunny Mask. Like, that's that's the person behind all of that. And this is a Cullen Bun whore. So, mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Two covers on that one. And we've, then we've got The Witcher. 
which is Lament, number three. I do believe that's going to be back on Netflix here soon. So, you know, like I said, people, trends and whatnot. Um, gamers and stuff, they, they're, they're going to be after these books. You know, even if you're not like a gamer or a witcher and all, like as, as a collector and a speculator, just know that, well, be aware of other markets out there. You know, it's a... Uh, being a speculator is knowing so much more than just about comics. I'm telling you, people. You have to have your ear to the ground in so many different... Yeah. Um, and video games is one that I'm tough with, but... Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I still understand. Luckily, I have gamer friends that keep me informed. Jesus Christ, we're on almost at two hours already. It's a big week, people. Um, image. Let's wrap up the indies this week. We got Department of Truth... Number one, sixth and final printing. I think it's probably good to have a, a, a few of those in your collection. Um, Department of Truth number 11. See, this is confusing. We got number one, we got number 11. That's a lot of ones, people. Um, is it, though? Uh, well, let's see. Three covers on the Department of Truth number 11. Headlopper's back with its 16th issue. Two covers there. Uh, Lighthouse number four of a little five part mini series. I picked up number one. I still have to read it. I think I picked it up more out of the sake of speculation, though. It sounded like it'd be something people would be all over, but I haven't really heard much uh, much talks, many talks about it. Uh, Made in Korea, number three. Mm -hmm. uh, Sweet Paprika. This is a Merkel and Dolfo story, so, you know, the person that brought you uh, uh, Unsacred, I believe. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, looks like there's a lot of nudie covers and stuff too. One, two, three, four, five, six covers on Paprika, number one. Is it a spec book? Possibly, but I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know, I don't, I don't see it doing much for a long time, let's put it that way. Long-term hold. Uh, the Old Guard, Tales Through Time, number four. So, yeah, yeah, remember that Netflix movie that they did? Well, this is from that universe. So three covers on this one. The Scumbag is back with issue number nine. Still loving the Scumbag, man. Still love the Scumbag. Uh, Skybound, number four. Or I'm, I'm sorry, Skybound X, number four. Uh, the A cover is badass. We got, we got uh, let's see, who, what, what are the stories featured in this one? Um, Redneck and Excellence. Mm-hmm. And we got the first appearance of Sea Serpent's Heir. So whatever that is, I, I, I don't know what that is. But don't take these Skybound books with a grain of salt, people. Um, I think they're great investment books. I wouldn't look to make money off of them immediately. But Robert Kirkman clearly has something going on at Image. He's going to do some sort of something. I, I don't know. And I, I think this is... I don't know, man. I just... I just have a feeling. Or, for all I know, he's just sitting up, setting up Rick Grimes 2000 and just giving us some, some cool, uh, tiny little teaser stories of great Skybound books in between. Maybe that is all it is. But I, I have a feeling that there's, there's just something more to this madness. I don't know what Serpent's Air is. I, I don't. Maybe it's an, a new series that's coming out. You know? Um, it's... I don't know. Um, but still, I, I, I'm down for two of, uh, all of the A covers at minimum on this. You know what, though? I will say with my number, uh, my number, what was it, th 
3 this week that came out. I I ordered... Mm, this is another one. Another one of my... I ordered multiple copies of the Daniel Warren Johnson cover. Because that's what I do. Like, I, 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 anytime there's anything Daniel Warren Johnson out there, I order it. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I just got a bunch of the A cover, which is fine. But once again, I'm going to have to go to uh, Nerds Forever. 307 Nerds, the number four ever, dot com. And, um, or me and my privilege, I could just be like, hey, Tarl, <laughs> clicky, clicky, clicky over the phone. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I need that, that Murder Falcon cover so badly on that number three. But with these, what do we have here? We've got an Excellence cover, and I would imagine, um, is that Redneck or is that... Uh, sea Serpent's Air? I don't know. No? Okay, that, I would imagine that Sea Serpent's Air, considering there's a Sea Serpent in the background there. I mean, I wouldn't think that that's Redneck. Okay, so the C cover on this probably worth picking up because it's going to be a first cover appearance as well. So there you go. Did they really not do a Redneck cover for this? Uh, Spawn, number 320. You're obviously on Spawn. Uh, that's on your pull list already. Oh, shit. Okay, so that B cover is going to be massive massive new villain homaging ASM 316 one of the most classic iconic covers of all time um yeah I uh you're gonna want a shit ton of those people now once again I have to throw in the mm, if you didn't pre-order it and you're, you're going to a shop and you plan on just buying out all of their covers then know that you are the type of collector quote that people bitch at and yeah give a bad name to other speculators out there pre-order your books i hope you pre-ordered a bunch of them um i I, they they did not see and that's the other thing they didn't give the image art for this one (laughs) pre-orders so uh oh this is gonna be big this book is gonna be big that cover the b cover yeah i'm there's no doubt about it um, Summoner War Legacy number four. We got that Texas Blood number eight. Mm-hmm. Two covers on that one, I reckon. And we got let's see the Ultra Mega number three second printing. Mm-hmm. I hear great things about this series. Uh, I just need to find it and trade. And then Vinyl number two, a, a series from Doug Wagner that's getting some attention. Um, v- strong opener. You know, it made me definitely want to know what the hell was going on. That's for damn sure. So those are all the indie books on the FOC, or not the FOCs, coming out next week. Let's wrap this extra long podcast up with a little bit of Marvel. Um, Amazing Fantasy, number one. This is, I don't know, it feels like a no-brainer to me. Um, Let's see, two covers on this one, both of them uh, worth picking up. It's just... Like I said, no, no brainer. Um, I, I don't know what it's going to introduce, but I have a feeling it's going to introduce something cool. If not, just a great read. Who's writing it? Kara Andrews. Oh, writing and drawing it. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm uh, interested. <coughs> a sweet old school Captain America cover. Um, Amazing Spider-Man number seventy-one. We're getting towards the end of Spencer's run. Uh, three covers there. Avengers Mechstikes wrapping up with its fifth issue. Beta Ray Bill's wrapping up with its fifth issue. This is a series that, um, yeah, I don't know. This is one that I think people are going to be highly seeking after the uh, Thor Love and Thunder. Um, I think this one is super underappreciated, especially with one of the greatest 
uh, writer creator combos or writer artist combos of all time Daniel Warren Johnson doing this series we got the first appearance of Scuttlebutt in this series at least in um, like a not ship form uh, yeah who knows what's going to be introduced in this fifth issue uh, I'm excited for it no doubt Black Cat is a series that I think we should be keeping our eyes on. Um, I have a feeling something's going to happen in number eight. Um, I, I feel like they're setting up a big arc, especially after that big annual. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Is, is Black Cat going to get an Infinity? It sounds like she's going to get the Infinity Gauntlet, to be honest, not just an Infinity Stone. But uh, And there are four covers on this as well. So keep your eye on Black Cat this week, people. Uh, Black Knight Curse of the Ebony Blade wrapping up with its fifth issue. A lot of miniseries wrapping up this week. Uh, Black Widow, number nine. I do believe we have another... There might be another antagonist being built up in this one, I believe. Here, let me pull out my my application with my information my information application. <laughs> uh, Black Widow... No, no, nothing on this one. But there is a sweet fucking Mark Brooks variant. I'll tell you that much. Um, and that, that that's on the Key Collector app. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> Cable wrapping up with its 12th issue. Another series wrapping up. Kind of bummed this one's ending. But I guess I... Well, I fell off of it when they said it was ending. You know, I was current until they said it's only going 12 issues. And then I was like, well, fuck. I'll just read the last issue, I guess. Uh, Daredevil number 32. Who knows what comes to light in this one, man. This series, anything could happen. I think this is a series wise to have two of at all times. Just doesn't matter whether there's something on the Key Collector app or not. A lot of times, uh, this series goes under the Key Collector app's radar. Um, rap? Uh, but, uh, yeah. Nah, it's... Badass A cover. Badass A cover. Marco Caquetto is... Seriously, he's, he's the fucking... He's my favorite Daredevil artist. Um, and then we got the Peach Momoko cover. And that, um... Yeah... Yeah, lighting's all off there. Lighting doesn't make any sense. Um, light is coming in from uh, every angle, thus making the shadows. Uh, I'm sorry, people. <laughs> I'm not even a fucking artist to that level, and I can just look at it and go, "No, no, that's uh, that's some scribbly bullshit." <sighs> Eternals number six, two covers on that one. Fantastic Four number thirty-four. Mm-hmm. Just two covers. Uh, Mighty Valkyries, number four. Was there something with this one? I feel like there might have been something with this one. Uh, uh, yeah, possible first appearance, first team appearance of Resurrected Gods. Whatever that means. So keep your eye on this series. Um, Hercules, maybe? No? No? I don't know. What is that? Just a Spider-Man variant? I, I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know why the Valkyries are fighting Kraven the Hunter in that whatever um shang chi number three this is one that i yeah i i said go big on and i still stand by that uh first appearance of shang chi's sister and she's a mutant let me see if this is still on the key collector app watch watch him take that off watch the <laughs> if that's the case even better for those no it's still on there uh yeah no nah. this this character is gonna be big I, I I just, I mean, this, there's a Shang-Chi movie coming. I, I think this is a no-brainer. I'm pretty sure I ordered ten of these. Um, let's see. Did I, 
yeah, no, just the A cover. Totally just the A cover. <laughs> Star Wars, number 15. few covers on that one. Another big, big, massive book. I'd say out of all the Star Wars High Republic books, um, this is probably the... Uh, this this is the one you probably should have ordered 25 of. I think I did it twice in this series now. And um, I don't know. Th th this is definitely the one. <laughs> because we've got the first appearance of a new Jedi and uh, the a new, a new Darth. So... Yeah, um, this is going to be a massive book. I could see this book actually doing well day one. Um, yeah, and I, I know that it's nothing that you can get at this point in time, but there's a Mike Mayhew variant out there featuring the first cover appearance of this new Darth. Uh, what's his name? I think it's Darth Tall, which is going to be Crawl. Darth Crawl. There it is. And first appearance of Orla Jarini, a Jedi, Knight, and Wayseeker. So, yeah, I mean, duh, right? This is this is the the, the pickup of the week, or the the flip of the week, I would imagine. Um, Sword number seven, two covers there. Uh, Symbiote Spider-Man is back. I'm, I, yeah, I don't know if I'd put it on there or not. <laughs> I really don't remember, but probably not a terrible idea. Um, United States of Captain America number two. We got a new version of Captain America. She's a lady. Uh, let's see. Web of Spider-Man number two, second printing. I would say the only thing spec-worthy on this one would be that it's an incredibly low print run. It's the same cover and everything. Uh, Wolverine number 14. There's a, going to be a possible first appearance in this. The or We're going to have the origin of Solemn. But I think this is going to be a book that drives Wolverine, was it number seven? I think, number six, whatever the first appearance of Solemn was, pretty sure it was number seven, but, uh, fuck, it feels like it's been more than seven issues, though, whatever, whatever the first appearance of Solemn was, I think this book is going to drive that up in value, and possibly actually have some value in itself with this issue number 14. And uh, X-Factor number 10 getting a second printing as well, that, the big death of, uh, sorry, spoiler, Scarlet Witch, um, yeah, leading to the uh, trial of Magneto, so, yeah, man, um, this, that, that's it, I know, that, that's it, fucking two-hour podcast talking about the books coming out next week, but lots of big stuff, if I had to pick, I mean, shit, uh, uh, I, I say the sleeper book of the week is going to be Shang-Chi number three, um, I, I don't hear anybody talking about this, and I think this character is going to be a huge, um, obviously the High Republic number seven, I think that's a no-brainer, uh, Superman, Son of Kal-El, just for the sake of being, uh, spec-worthy on being a good read alone, you know, that's, yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at, there, there's, there's a lot of stuff this week, though, the, the Key Collector app is overflowing with this week's pull lists, titles, so, um, be aware, be aware, there's going, and because of that, you know, it, go, it goes both ways, I say it's good when there's not a lot of stuff, but I also think that it's good when there's a shit ton of stuff, too, because there's a lot of shit that gets missed, um, and when that's the case, those who possess those missed, uh, you know, books are the ones that are going to be laughing the loudest, the hardest, the longest, so, yeah, there you go, um, all right, people, that's it, uh, 
thanks so much for tuning in. If there's things that I missed, uh, there's any type of whatever um, that you know you feel like I'm, I'm like I said I'm missing or um, I, I I should include, then at Cheers to Comics on Twitter, um, join the Facebook group. You know, let, let, let's continue to grow this thing. Um, I, I I do a pretty good job of uh, moderating moderating the Facebook group. It's a lot of uh, up and coming indie creator there's no spam let's put it that way any type of advertising that's going on in this group it's it's from indie creators that i believe are yeah <laughs> fantastic um it's it's not one of those facebook sales groups and shit that's not what it is if there's any type of uh sales advertising going on it's only through affiliates you know if you're an affiliate of the show then or if, uh, yeah, if you see any type of sales post going on, it's because they're an affiliate of the show and they're in their rights to do so. So it's not one of them jumbled up Facebook groups. It's it, it's a lot of fun. We talk about what's what what's being read. Um, you, know, you stay up to date on. And the cool thing is, is a lot of these creators and stuff that uh, that I interview and come on these shows and write these books are also in this group as well. So. Yeah, you never know what kind of comments you're gonna get. So I, I just wanted to push that. It's been a while since I pushed the Facebook group. Um, if you you know you made it this far in the podcast and you haven't left a five star review on Apple Podcasts yet or iTunes or whatever the hell you want to call it, uh, please do so. It really does help the uh, the growth of this podcast tremendously in the algae rhythms. But um, bop and uh, yeah, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, we're on good pods now so check that out um just tell a friend tell a friend (coughs) that's in the comics about the show that's really the 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 most helpful thing you can do uh thank you so much for tuning in loyal listeners i command that you uh stay safe and read responsibly cheers fuckers You're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. This is Drew Zucker. You're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. Good morning. Brian Wayne here to tell you about my new podcast, The Real Brains. The Real Brains podcast is a show coming out daily dedicated to the everyday struggle of just the average human being. From troubles with rage to uh, anecdotes about uh, very strange human interactions, this podcast really is just a uh, somebody that's all too familiar with the struggle. I'm here to let you know that you are not alone, so come laugh at uh, our pain together every single weekday, every place you can catch a podcast. I got the real brains with Brian Wayne. Remember, stay sane.